Good morning on this Saturday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We are continuing our train of thought on words. The power of words, the use of words, the need of words, and how in the spirit realm, words are more important than you can ever imagine. We concluded yesterday talking about Jesus and abiding in Him and His Word abiding in us. And of course, the Greek word that was used there is the word rhema. That is the word that we have heard that has been spoken. We also learned that by words, uh, we can, by the words of our mouth, we can be snared and we can also be taken by the words of our mouth. And a man uh, can eat uh, either life or death, depending on what he chooses, uh, from the very words of his mouth or the very fruit. Uh, he that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he that openeth it wide shall have destruction. And we talked about usually people being angry. In Psalm 19, verse 14, the scripture says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Notice the continual connection, as we have been studying, between the mouth, the lips, the tongue, and the heart. The connection is inseparable. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth is going to speak. That's why a lot of people say, uh, when they say something, especially in anger or, or, or in a state of rage or whatever, oh, I didn't mean to say that. You know, the reason it came out, it was because it was already stuffed and overflowing in the heart. And it found a way to flow out. Once it comes out of the lips and the mouth and the tongue, there's no taking back what one has said. It has already been spoken. And of course, a lot of harm and damage can be done by words that are said, especially to uh, young children, uh, to individuals that are susceptible to emotional uh, hurt. So words really make a big difference, but even more so in the realm of the Spirit. We learned that God said, when you come, come and take words with you. In other words, bring words, because it's through those words that there's going to be an exchange that is going to be accomplished. Now, there is no real limitation as to who can hear and basically who can say other than not knowing the language uh, or having been able to speak because of an impediment. But even a child, uh, let's take John the Baptist at the age of six months in his mother's womb, when he heard the salutation of Mary, the little baby jumped inside the womb of Elizabeth. Now, wait a minute. That's a six-month... How could he possibly even know? How could he even recognize? Because words are powerful. Words can be filled with life or they can be filled with death. They can fill, be praise. They can be filled with worship. They can be filled with kindness. Or they can be filled with hatred. Words have an, uh, 
ability to do something, especially when they're flowing out of a heart that is overflowing with abundance of whatever it is that is coming out. But here it says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. So he considers both things, not just one, but both. What I say and what my heart is thinking, what it's murmuring, what it's pondering. Uh, Sometimes uh, a person has a tendency to kind of under his breath be saying things. Uh, It could be negative or positive. I hate that person. I don't like them. I wish this. I wish that. Even though they are not speaking it out loud, they're murmuring it. Well, the word meditation there, it actually means a murmuring, a, a, a saying, a murmuring sound. Oh, to you be praised, Jesus. Praises to you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. It, it, something that is coming out, it's almost like a musical notation, almost like a, uh, how shall I say it, a harmonious note, uh, something that is is very precious that is coming out. This is in the sense of the positive, not the negative, in the sense of the positive. And let's look at that and take it another step. We already talked about John, but look at what it says in Psalm 2, especially in various translations. In Psalm chapter 8, in verse 2, it says, Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength, because of thine enemies, that thou may still the enemy and the avenger. So what are we looking at here? It says, out of the mouth of babies and sucklings. That means these are very young little children. Very young. Especially if they're still sucklings. They are young, and yet it says, Out of the mouth of babes, thou hast ordained strength. Now, Jesus, when he spoke this in the New Testament, the word praise uh, is used. Or the word praise is translated. And we're going to see the difference here. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, has thou ordained strength? And of course, the Hebrew word, uh, it actually has uh, various uh, applications. It could mean force. It could mean security. It could mean majesty. It could mean praise. It could be boldness. It could be uh, loud, might, power, uh, strength, strong. So think about it. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, you have ordained praise, strength, power, praise because of your enemies. So even a little child that is taught to bless the name of Jesus, that is taught to thank God, that is taught to exalt the Lord Jesus Christ, It is a powerful force against the enemy because that little tongue and lips and mouth is being used as a force to push back the darkness. 
that may want to take over their lives. And here's what it says. Still same verse. We haven't finished reading it. That thou may, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. In other words, through praise, even in the mouth of a baby or a suckling, there's enough strength in it and power and force that you can still the enemy and the avenger. I want you to understand this. The capability that has been put in the life of the believer is an awesome responsibility which many take too lightly. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings you have ordained strength, force, power. You have ordained might because of the enemy. In other words, because of the devil, God has given us a mouth, especially in the life of a Christian, to be able to shut him down. And it says that thou might still the enemy and the avenger. And of course in the scripture, uh, to still here in the Hebrew simply means to desist, to stop, to cease, to cease. Wouldn't you like the devil to just stop and quit harassing you? Of course, he's not. He's going to keep coming back time and time and time and time again. But time and time again, we can tell him to be still. Stop. And stop the avenger too. Whatever he is wanting to avenge. Especially because of sin. Sin opens the door. And the avenger wants to take his rightful place. Well, let's look at some of the other translations. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, you have ordained strength because of your adversaries to silence the enemy and the avenger. Another translation says, With praises from children and from tiny infants, you have built a fortress. It makes your enemy silent and all who turn against you are left speechless. Now, remember, we're talking about little, little, little children, infants. Yet in them, the name of Jesus on the tip of their tongue is a mighty fortress, a mighty power. It's a mighty praise. It's a mighty majesty before God. Another translation says, from the mouth of little children and infants, you have built fortress against your opponents to silence the enemy and the avenger. Another translation says, out of the mouth of infants and nursing babies, you have established strength on the account of your adversaries. See, God didn't leave us defenseless. He didn't leave us without weapons. With the power of the life of an infilled believer, filled with the Holy Spirit, knowing and having the Word of God in his heart, the rhema, there is an awesome power that can be released by the Holy Spirit and in faith when both the heart and the tongue are in one agreement and aligned. For out of the mouth of babes and toddlers, you established power. Now, this is God doing this. This is not man. 
Out of the mouth of infants and nursing babies you have established strength on the account of your adversaries in order to silence the enemy and the vengeful the vengeful foe. Out of the mouth of babes and toddlers you have established power because of your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. I like this next translation. I think it's a, a beautiful one. It says, You have built a stronghold by the songs of babies. Strength rises up with the chorus of singing children. This kind of praise has the power to shut Satan's mouth. Childlike worship will silence the madness of those who oppose you. In other words, when our words are in control of the Holy Spirit, when our tongue is in control of the Holy Spirit, when our lips are under the control of the Holy Spirit, yielded tongue, lip, and mouth, and our heart is one in abiding with Jesus, then the rhema of God that we have heard him speak can be spoken again with the freshness and the newness of his power. And Satan will have to obey even the youngest little child. Now that's something really to think about and to meditate with. Yesterday and the day before, we had talked about taking with you words and turn to the Lord. Say unto him, take away all iniquity and receive us graciously and we will render the calves of our lips. See, so there's something that is powerful connecting our lips, our tongues and our mouth. God is our creator. He knows exactly how he made us. He knows exactly how the first Adam was supposed to live and function. He knows exactly how the second Adam or the second uh, group of people, not the natural, but now the spiritual in Christ, those that are born again, how we are born again and how we are made in the image of Christ and using like our master, our mouth, our lips and our tongues, to develop words that flow out of a heart that has been activated with the rhema of God, the faith of God, the power of God, with the Holy Spirit, then we can confidently speak against the enemy, speak against the foes of our God, and speak against them to silence them so that they will be still and know that Jesus is truly our Lord. Consider this food for thought and for the imagination. There's so much more we still need to continue on. Join us on Sunday morning as we continue with this. The Lord richly bless you. And remember, keep looking up. Have those ears perked up to hear the sound of the trumpet. For Jesus is coming soon. Amen.